Howdy, friends. I no, I regret doing that uh, off the bat, not going to lie. Hey, guys, how are you going? Welcome back to the Dead Dad Society. Welcome to the DDS, if this is your first time. Welcome, pull up a chair, grab a pew. I've, I've put, on a, uh, put on a spread of Tim Tams tonight. Uh, unfortunately, no one has made it to the group in person. I have a great guest for you, but no one has made it to the group in person. So I will be having some Tim Tams throughout the show. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming back to the DDS or coming along, whatever it is. Uh, the DDS is a support group. It's a support group build as a podcast. And yeah, we're all about the stories here. We, we want to chat to people. I want to know all about them. Um, you don't have to have a dead dad to, uh, to be part of the society. I mean, it does help. I'll, one day I'll give you a pin. It's just so expensive to buy pins. They're just so expensive. They're just so little. But yeah, thanks for, um, thanks for all the love on the Andy Ryan episode. That was a good episode. Andy's a, a wonderful dude. And uh, yeah, he's got that show coming up this weekend, which people should zoom into. Uh, it is already sold out physically, so zoom into that. I'll be doing that, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, guys, I've started an Instagram for the Dead Dad Society. Uh, it's at Dead Dad Society. That was, I think you guys probably saw that coming. Uh, I don't think there's too many other people in the world with that name. Uh, it wasn't like I would have to do Dead Dad Society Australia or Dead Dad Society podcast, just to clarify. Dead Dad Society on Instagram, chuck us a follow. I'll be chucking up highlights from episodes and, uh, and artworks and stuff. I put, up a, uh, I put up an ad today that was a McDonald's ad. It's called the McDonald's Dead Dad Advert. And it's a story, it's basically an ad about a young boy who is going through his dad's stuff. His dad has, has passed, he's going through his dad's stuff, he's trying on his glasses, he's you know, going through his wallet or something, I don't know. But he's doing that, he's trying to make a connection with his dad who's dead. And he goes to talk to his mum and he says, Mum, what was dad like? And his mum says, oh, your dad was this, your dad was that. He was a hell of a football player. And then it cuts to the little boy trying to kick a soccer ball and he can't. Where's the connection with his dad? It says, did dad really like techno? And she says, yeah, he loved techno. And he was a hit with the ladies. He was a catch your dad. He was a catch your dad. That's not the right accent, but he was a catch your dad. Just as they happened to walk past a group of young ladies. And the young ladies don't even give him a second look. Where's the connection with his dad? Where's the connection? He's sitting there. His mum's talking about how well-dressed his dad is. He always has shiny shoes. He was never scruffy. And he looks down and he's in scruffy clothes and his shoes are all scuffed up and they're dirty. Where's the connection with his dad? Where's the connection? They walk up to a shop. Just before they enter the shop, he says, Did dad have blue eyes like me? And his mum says, nope, brown eyes. There's still no connection. Where's the connection, guys? And they go inside and they sit down with a large fillet of fish value meal. And he takes a bite of the fillet of fish and the mum says, that was your dad's favourite burger. He always had tartar sauce. Tartar sauce? He always had tartar sauce all over his chin. 
pulls back, the burger pulls back, and there's tartar sauce on his chin. You can't write it, guys. There's the connection. It was there the whole time. Could you believe it? Oh, my Lord. Uh, and the mother, she looks at him and she's like, there. Oh, you know, apple doesn't fall far from the tree. There's my boy. There's my boy. And then it goes to the McDonald's Golden Arches. And, uh, oh, bloody hell, guys. <laughs> I haven't cried that hard in a long time. Mainly from the soccer skills uh, that that boy displayed. I'm going to put that video. I already did put that video on the socials, but go and check it out, please. At Dead Dead Society on Instagram. Or if you want to go on YouTube, it's uh, McDonald's Dead Dad Advert. It's pretty easy to find. But it's a good hoot. It's a, a good hoot? It's a bloody hoot. It's a hoot, guys. I, uh, thanks for coming along to episode 11. Episode 11, we've got a, a wonderful guest today. Uh, it's the uh, actress, actor, actress, comedian, dancer, singer, extraordinaire. She's an absolute threat. Uh, Eden McGovern is our guest today. Uh, it's a great episode. We get real deep. I've got to stop saying that. I've really got to stop saying that. But that's the point of a support group. You get deep, you open up. We have a very good chat. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited for you guys to hear this episode. Uh, if you like what we're doing here at the DDS, please tell your friends. Uh, if you have a good story, please just send an email, deaddadsociety at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, just like and subscribe and do all that stuff and I'll stop being annoying. I'm, uh, I'm also doing a live show, one live show for the whole year. Well, not like I'm doing other shows. But one major, proper, one-hour-long show at the Lakes Festival on the Central Coast. November 8th. Yeah, November 8th. It's in a big marquee. Obviously, COVID restrictions. I think we're restricted to only 80 tickets. So please grab tickets ASAP. Be good to see people uh, in a marquee outside. Just good to see people out of their house, I guess. Who knows? But uh, yeah, guys, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming along. Please enjoy this episode. Episode 11 with Eden McGovern. Bye. I'm going to stop doing that. I regret doing it every time. So <laughs> singer, singer, dancer, actress, comedian, extraordinaire. Yeah. Uh, how, yeah, definitely buy, buy into it. It's all good. Um, how, <laughs> how's, how's 2020 treating you? How's the pandy? How's the pandemic treating you? The pandy. I've never heard anyone call it the pandy. Um, look, I don't know. So I sort of missed the bus this year. Everyone had big plans this year. And I was like, oh, good God, I've forgotten. So then when the world ended, I was like, well, I wouldn't have big plans anyway. Yeah, like I was, yeah, I was probably just going to smooth. I was just going to cruise through this year. I, yeah, I wasn't sure. Was I wasn't... Like, you know, when you're on Mario Kart and everyone's going really, really well and you are just messing up on your own accord and then they all... They, they all get messed up and so then you're in the lead. That's what I felt like this year. I was like, I wasn't going well. And now yeah. everyone else isn't either. Yeah, so good. It's the, um, uh, what's his face? Um, Stephen Bradbury, like the um, uh, yep. ice skater guy that mm-hmm. won gold because everyone fell over. That's what you're doing. Yes, you're doing that's right me now. this year. Exactly. You're the, you're the Stephen Bradbury of the 2020 pandemic. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Were you down? Did I say that you were like down? Was it, was it like Jindabyne or something? You were spending time yes. in Jindabyne? Like- I ran away into the wilderness. So I didn't really have a, a house. Well, I did have, I had a few. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Bear with me. Um, so I had, <laughs> I'm staying in like between a few houses and then lockdown happened and it was like, 
get to your house. And I was like, this is going to be a problem because I'm yeah. living in between like, my sister's and my mom's house and like friends' houses and all of this stuff. Um, and so my parents have a little snow cabin down in Jindabyne. And I was like, I think I have to run away for two weeks until I figure out what I'm going to do. Yep. And then I stayed for three months. Oh my God. That's so funny. That's so, what was crazy. What happens in Jinder? What happens in Jindabyne? Like, is it, is it, was it fully like apocalyptic, like, you know, we're, we're away from the world. Like we're just expecting some sort of horde to come and get us at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you didn't really notice it when you were in town, but like we'd, you know, you see all the stuff on the news and stuff and we're down in this, it's like a little resort where like all people's like holiday houses are right. Mm. And so there's, but it's empty and it looks like we were saying it felt like being in the like tomorrow when the war began movie. Do you yep. remember like when everything's yep. like no one's in town? That's what it felt like because there's all these holiday houses and all these like activities and there's no one there. There's like, but there's a bunch of like bows and arrows like and like archery out right. there. Right. So there's, I, you know. I, I there's... got the best friend to come down. I was like, you have to come <laughs> down. I've, I've put myself in the middle of the wilderness and it was a really silly thing to do. You ha- are you willing to drive six hours to see me? And she was like, yes. Um, and so. <laughs> That's testament like, well, to you as a friend. Like that someone would want to come six hours to see you. Testament to how pushy I can be. (laughs) True, true. They knew that you had like access to bows and arrows and stuff and weren't afraid to come after them if you didn't come and visit. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, we trained up a little bit just in case. Well, that's it. I mean, I guess if if you have that tomorrow when the war began mentality of like, something's going to happen at some point. Like, you'd be silly not to make the most of the bows and the archers and, you know, of I, don't know I don't know what else you've got going on. But I mean, I love I, I would get right into the doomsday prepping culture, not in the way of, like, hoarding anything when anyone else needs it, but definitely mm. in the way of, like, I would love a bunker. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. That sounds, like, so peaceful. And I guess you don't really have... There's really not too many decisions uh, when it comes to like what to watch or what to listen to. It's just like the radio of like the militia or something that are out in the world that are fighting. Like that's all you listen to. Exactly. I Yeah, I love it. I watched a bunch of like documentaries and stuff on Doomsday Preppers and I've decided I love them. They garden, they have animals because they want to be self-sufficient. That sounds great. That sounds so much better than... I kind of like, yeah, I kind of got that, I kind of got that vibe from your, from your photos. It was like, you were like from your grand photos. It's like, you were, you were ready to, to just start down there just forever. Like, yeah, we, we, we bought a cricket bat. I don't know. Like just in case. Like for, like for cricket or just for, um, for zombies. Just to have, we just thought it'd be fun to have a little bat. That's true. They don't love the mountains. They don't love the cold. Um, we hiked Kosciuszko. That's pretty cool. That's we actually, cool. I'm going to be honest with you. We hiked around 200 meters of Kosciuszko. <laughs> we like, we touched, like we went there. Uh, that's like, I remember what? when I went. <laughs> and we walked a little bit above that. So my best friend is like, she loves the wilderness. She loves it all. And she's like, we're going to hike Kosciuszko. I'm like, I feel like we can drive to a point and I can show you the snow. Um, Cause I'm, I'm a snowboard instructor, so I've seen a lot of snow. Ah, yeah, you've certainly yeah. been there, done that. 
in it. I was like, oh, it's boring. No, I'm kidding. I sound so small. Um, and she was like, we'll not hike. And I'm like, it's, it's not, we're not going to hike. It's really going to be groom up there. And then we got up and my best friend's asthmatic. She's like, I can't really breathe up here. I was like, yeah, yep. it's the air's thin. We're in the snow. So we walk, we, the people at the top <laughs> there saw us walk for about five minutes and sit down for an hour. Oh my God. That's literally, I went to, uh, oh, I forget what it's called. Is it, um, like the Cradle Mountain, I think. No, that's not right. That's not right. So whatever the big mountain is behind like Hobart in Tasmania. Okay. And I went with my wife and it's like, you know, there's all these like signs for like hiking tracks and how long this one will be, how long this track is. And it's like, uh, then it's like the road just keeps going and goes right up to the top. And you're like, ah, oh, that'll do. Like that, that seems so much better. I'm going to drive to the top, take some grand photos. Oh, guys, I did it. No one knows that I did it in a Camry, so. <laughs> That's my ideal hike. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, just lying and just, doing like just a sing. portion of it. Yeah, yeah. My favorite exercise is lying. <laughs> Good to stay fit uh, and just stay on top of it and lie just all the time. Um, that's. <laughs> <laughs> so good with um yeah wow yeah the pan yeah someone called it the pandy and i can't remember who it was but it stuck in my head love, love the pandy. Uh, it kind of makes it it kind of downplays it like it really makes it kind of cute it's like i like i kind of want a pandy like <laughs> like it's a bit cute. obviously aside from like the reason why it's here which is you know a lot of people's health is in danger the first few <laughs> weeks of the pandy cute big sleepover Oh, so much fun. And we, everyone was home and it was like, oh, this is fun. And then, you know, people were sick and it was like, all right, well, well yeah. that fun. And there's like, you know, however many million people are dead. And I think it was like, I think 200,000, it hit 200,000 in America yesterday of deaths. And it's like, but it's the pandy. <laughs> like, it's a bit cute. <laughs> like, but... <laughs> It's an inside day, right? And you, you know when you were at school, it would rain and you'd be really excited because you could play inside, not yep. outside. That's what it's felt like, but for months. And just, yeah, constant, constant. It's movie day. Not anymore. <laughs> no, not at all. Not in the slightest. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the, D, the DDS, like the Dead Dad Society. Um, yes. We, I've had a couple of guests on where we get kind of deep kind of talk about stuff that's that's happened with well dads really um and i believe that i may need to get you a pin i believe that you are part of the dead dad society i love that i remember seeing you sort of launching this podcast i was like it's a club for me it's yeah. really, i felt like i belong somewhere i'm the i'm the one i have the the dead guy like it's really <laughs> i was like that's my whole thing hello <laughs> oh good i heard someone someone was talking oh my god what was it i think oh my god i'm gonna quote this so badly but it was someone talking on some oh my god so, it was on the emmys it was on the emmys someone talking about how uh they wished that one of their parents when they were younger they wished that one of their parents would die just so they would have a thing just so they could be the <laughs> The person in the person in high school who's like, oh, so and so, yeah, their parents like their dad's dead, like, or their mum's dead. Every 
every single main character in a coming-of-age teen movie, one of their parents is dead. Think about it. It's always like, oh, and everything was good before mum died or dad died. It's always that. So true. So true. Or you it's... can't be relevant unless one of your parents passes away. Well, that's, I mean, I'll take that. I'll, I'm, I'm not sure dad's too happy about it, but I'll, <laughs> I'll take that for... I'll take that for the, to be relevant. Um, so with, okay. So I don't know where to start. I don't want to, I don't want to jump straight into it. I don't want to jump straight into it, but so your dad, what was your, what was your dad's name? Marty. Marty, Martin, Martin, or like just Marty. Martin. And then everyone just called him Marty. I like to be respectful. I like to know the full, not really in the slightest, um, but Marty. Okay. So Marty, what's, so how, I guess, were your parents still, your parents still together, not together? No, I honestly, I think I've seen my parents in the same room maybe twice in my life. Um, Right. Don't know if they've ever even talked (laughs) <laughs> like, no, like obviously they did. Like but logistically, I can't, uh, <laughs> I can't see it happening. I can't. I don't know how it happened. Um, <laughs> something spooky happened, and I popped out. Basically, um, no, so they were like. He was hanging around for a while. He was um, in the business. He was in the drug business for a while when he was young. Yep. Was, yep doing naughty things um and oh sorry i was that i thought you were talking about like an actual business i thought he had a job no 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 No, okay Um, cool sorry i thought he was like he was in the drug business and i was like oh this sounds really cool i'm saying pharmaceuticals (laughs) (laughs) yeah your your dad sold like boner pills right that's what (laughs) i thought maybe that's a different person i'd be if that was the case um (laughs) Oh, he did that was sort of before I was born. He went to jail before I was born. Right. Um, and then he, terrible, terrible drug dealer. Like, super, super extroverted. Loves to tell everyone everything. Super oversharer. Doesn't right. really, not great for the profession. No, it doesn't really work when you're trying to keep secrets. Um, no, loved, it, loved to show everyone, tell everyone. I was like, you are not good at this. Um, and so he stopped that. And then, so I grew up with him. He had bipolar. Yep. Yep. Good. And bipolar in the way that it was like years and years of manic episodes and end on end, which is the kind of like, so when I talk about my dad, a lot of the stuff, obviously to cope, um, I just think about all the funny stuff because he is one of the wildest people I've ever met. A (laughs) hundred percent of the reason I turned out as like, however I did is because I grew up with the most ridiculous parents in the world. Like, <laughs> it'd be like, we'd be, I'd get dressed to go to school and he'd be like, actually, I know a really good playground in Aubrey Wodonga. Would you like to drive five hours? And oh, I'd be like, yeah. That's so <laughs> I'd be like, good. absolutely. Is there a um, good park in Aubrey Wodonga? Like, is that? Honestly, yes. So, <laughs> okay, country, good. country towns have these parks that are like, I can't believe they're legal. Have you ever seen these? Yeah, yeah. It's all the... I mean, it's still that mentality of, like, they still have, like, bark on the ground. Like, you yep. know what I mean? Like, around all the swings and all this and all that sort of stuff instead yep. of, like, the squishy 
the squishy stuff that all the all the PC parks have these days. Um, but it's all, no all parks. Yeah, bloody politically correct. It's splinters like we had to. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my god. Get just get one in your knee and move on. Would you like? Grow I have up. a splinter in there for a number of years before it comes out. <laughs> See, that's how you remember. That's how you do memories properly. Uh, is when they come out of you. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I remember we were down there and we were at um, like a field, a, you know, a big park sort of thing. And there was all these like little mushrooms growing on the ground. And he was like, that would be great on toast. And I was, I would have been about six or seven, but I remember, I think I was about seven. I remember looking at it being like, I don't know why, but I know that's a bad idea. Yeah, that's so, that's, yep. Six or seven year old Eden seems to have her head screwed on in terms of should we eat the mushrooms off the ground? So we put the, we held our shirts up in front of us and put all the mushrooms in our, like, in little shirt bowl that we made. How many, how many mushrooms? (laughs) I'm sorry. Like we picked as many as we could. There is, there is no how many should we take it is zero to a hundred let's become mushroom farmers now we we own these um and i remember calling my mom and she's like what are you doing down in aubrey with your dad and i was like we found mushrooms at the park and we're gonna eat them and she was like put me on the phone to your dad put me put it put him on the phone, put him on the phone, put him on the phone. <laughs> and then i was like bye she was like bye. i heard like her on the phone to him being like just this no. muffled scream and he was like it's gonna be good and we did eat them. They were normal mushrooms. I'm alive. Wow. That's... How many How many do you think you ate? Like, was it a, a decent amount? Did it go on toast? That's my probably my biggest question. Toast. It was on toast. Yep. He fried them up. Wow. Uh, wow. That's crazy. Do you... Do you think that was his, that could have been his calling, the, the mushroom farming thing? Like, do you think that could have been where his, you know? I, mean, I could have lived yeah. a much more wholesome life if he had just turned <laughs> the whole thing around just there. Say, like, that I could the, this. <laughs> that's the catalyst, that trip to the park, to Aubrey Wodonga. Uh, that was the catalyst. It was like, that's when dad really turned yeah, around exactly. when he found that field of mushrooms. Exactly. Um, what's, what's another thing he, uh, I remember, so one time we were, um, we went to see the King Kong remake. Yep. Yep. Which was a three hour movie, I will say. Yeah. It's an epic. Um, it's an epic. Yeah. Um, we also went to see like the 930 session of it. Not a good and this start. Back, yep. back in the day when all of the boom gates weren't just automatic like or... automatic that's yeah. what i'm saying um and so we exit this shopping center and he, he we can't get out because no one operating the coin bit yeah and uh and i remember him we were on the rooftop of the car park and i remember him saying like do you have your seatbelt on and i was like yes why and before i knew we had gone through a boom gate amazing oh my god what that's as someone that you know works during the day in a shopping center primarily in a car park that is mm-hmm. 
that is almost blasphemous to me. That mm-hmm. is, he would be probably my biggest enemy when I came in, when I came in the next morning and it was like, oh, you know, this guy driving a whatever drove through yep. the gate at, you know, it was almost one o'clock probably in the morning. This guy drove through at one o'clock in the morning and you're like, yep. oh, I hate him. I hate him so much. Yeah, that's who we, we were those people. Um, I love it. Yeah. That's King, King Kong, like you said, a three-hour movie. To start at 9.30, when you chuck in previews, which, I, I don't, what's King Kong, 2003 or 2002 or something? It's like, I don't know, maybe they weren't as long as that. But it's like, by today's standards, honestly, you're, you're coming out at like one o'clock. Like, that's... And, like, that's and you're already, when you come out of a movie, dazed. Because you're like, what day is it? What time is it? I'm yeah. shaken to my core. Um, so, yeah, I remember being like, I'm already tired. And you've driven through a boob gate. Thank you. Wow, you've got those. You've got the stories though. So that's that's he, he a came, gave stories. He left. We love it. <laughs> he left. He drove through the boom gate. Then there's some other he stuff, and then he left. He drove through the boom gate of life. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. He, yeah, there was no one operating that night. And he, and he drove through the boom gate of life. Um, I, that was the thing. Like he, when he did eventually go, um, it shocked everyone because he should have died 700 more times early, like earlier than he did. Everyone was like, Nah, and it, it was like no, he it's 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 happened this time, and I remember us all being like, "Oh God, it's been about to happen for so many years." I forgot that it was eventually going to happen one day. I thought this man was immortal. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. So two thousand two thousand three. Let's say two thousand three is King Kong time. How like how old are you now? Are you twenty one? Twenty one. Why do I think twenty six? I just made that up. I just completely lied. Um, <laughs> Nah, everyone always thinks I'm older than I am. Um, 21. So were you yeah. like, how old were you when you were watching King Kong? Like six? Yeah. Or did you already say that? And I've just completely glossed over it. I don't know. I think so. My timeline is very off because of the extremities that always happened in early childhood. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I, um, My God. I definitely, I've, got, I've got, never got any idea of what's going on and then it'd be like how <laughs> this happened i'm like life was a absolute we were driving through boom gates what do you mean um, come on yeah. man like yeah oh wow okay yeah so that adds th- that that age adds such another layer to the late night king yeah, kong okay. session yeah um yeah it was wild even after he went everything got it was like life was like well He's not doing crazy things anymore. So crazy things are going to happen to you. <laughs> Just shifted on so, to me. It was like right. So you better start. You better start taking up the mantle of yep. the the craziness. Okay. So what what year did he what year did he pass? So to end of two thousand and seventeen. So I had just finished my first right. year of uni. I was doing um, a musical theatre degree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yep, good. It was so much fun. Um, 
So, so I'd stayed home from uni that day and then I got the news and then I had a performance the next day. I had to go yeah. in and like, like at the end of semester performance, which was quite a big deal when you're an acting yeah. student everyone gets excited about it. Um, and I remember um, I, I went in, I messaged everyone. I was like, listen, this thing has happened. It hasn't quite hit me. So save the hugs for when I actually do need them and when, when I am I upset. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'll feel it eventually and I'll need you guys then. But for now, just, um, I think I'm fine. Because, um, yeah, I was just like in shock. Um, and I had to go in and we were doing musical theatre, just like repertoire from the 70s to 90s. And one of those songs included Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Get out. Uh, yep. Awesome. And I hadn't talked about it all day. And then I'm on stage <laughs> at a rehearsal and I just start laughing. And I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, Eden's Eden's fucking lost it. She is absolutely. Not lost right. her I was mind. like, I was like, we're singing, staying alive. <laughs> oh my god! So twenty seven. So into twenty seventeen, you said. Yeah. Right. So where we have been a part of the DDS for about the same amount of time. Right. So my my dad died at the end of twenty seventeen as well. So mm-hmm. that's. Interest. Okay. So what, I guess, without, you know, without bluntly saying it, like what was the, what was the cause behind your dad's passing? So they're, you know, pretty certain it was a heroin overdose. Right. Yep. Yep. That's, so, yep. Unfortunate. Um, I, so I hadn't seen him since, I think, Father's Day. Right, um, right. So it would have been a few months. I'd talked to him a few times, like, over the phone and messages and stuff, but I hadn't seen him since Father's Day. So it was, like, huge. And then, like, I sort of... When did it kick in for you that it was all real? Like, how long after? Um, I... I kind of had, I think I was talking to someone about it the other day is like the day that dad died was pretty early in the morning. Like it wasn't super early. It was about 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, and we just kind of went about our, went about our day, you know, not went about our day. Like we didn't like, Oh, all right. Dad's dead. Let's go shopping. Like, oh, well, sorry but, about that. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, let's good. It's good that he did it early. And you know, we still go to lunch. Um, but, <laughs> but he, yeah, kind of, we just, we just did our things and like my brother was coming out from Canberra. Um, so we just kind of waited for him to come up and then eventually I think we all went to dinner at like seven or eight o'clock and I mm-hmm. had this cause he was in the hospital. Um, my dad was in the hospital. I had this like mentality of like, Oh, like we better get home. Like we've got to go to the hospital tomorrow. And then mm-hmm. I kind of had like a two second thing where I was like, Oh no, that's right. Like that's kind of one of the major sort of moments, I guess, where you're just like, Oh damn, that's right. That's a, that's a permanent thing. That's not a, we'll try again tomorrow thing. Absolutely. Yeah. What did, so did you, was he, was he, was he sick in, in, was he sick in any way or was it just a unfortunate? I mean, he was for ages. This is the crazy thing. Like, so he actually had some complications with like drugs and stuff. In, like, mm. oh, he, it did all the time. But the, big, the other big one was when I was about nine 
and he went into it like a coma for Shit. months. Wow. Um, and I was with him at the time, and then like I had to. We were in actually. It was when we were in Aubrey Wodonga in the country because that's where he grew up. So I met right, like right. some of my aunties for the first time, and I had to like fly back to Sydney on my own, which was kind of exciting because <laughs> I was like yeah. oh, I'm on a plane on my. Yeah, I'm fancy. Um, I'm pretty fancy. So he like it was a thing that we knew was eventually going to happen because he'd gone, you know, he'd have uh, you know, months and months where he was clean, and then he'd, you know, he'd relapse and stuff. And I was always aware of drugs. My dad, uh, part of the reason I seem older than I am to a lot of people is because my dad talked to me like I was a fully grown woman at a incredibly young age. We'd be like driving in the car. I'd be honestly six years old, and he'd be like. Listen, if you ever need to hide money, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, it's, it's set you up. He, yeah, he really did. Um, At that point, it's kind of like, what? Well, yeah, I don't really, I don't, ha- like you said, I don't have money, dude. Like, I, I can hide, I'll just tape my 20 cents to the bottom of a table. Like, that's how I'll hide my, yeah. my six year old money. No one wants my money. Um, yeah. <laughs> crazy i think so it was all it, like it was expected which yeah. sort of made it it was like oh it's finally happened but it was weird because it's so expected it, yeah like that you never really think it's actually going to absolutely so I, it took me a while like because i had a, a whole week of exams oh this is this is my this is this is my favorite dead dad thing to ever happen is um so when I'm on stage singing Staying Alive, I'm also in like a like 70s red jumpsuit. And um, that's just a key key moment to remember for later on in the story. Um, it was my exam week. So I did that one because it was a group thing and I didn't want to let everyone else down. But um, also I just could. Uh, but when it came to the like written exams, I was like, eh, do I feel anything yet? Am I still in shock? Yeah. Do I want to do these exams? And do I have a really good excuse? Absolutely. So I said, I will not be doing these exams because I have a dead parent. Um, in hindsight, good. Because I was definitely, you know, dealing with a lot. Um, and wild, so I had to go head of department's office and sort of say, I can't do these exams. And so I, I got him. He's, a, he's an older man. And he, we, we've known that he's a little, you know, Please a little forward. He's of he's of his time, aware of ours, and we mm-hmm. we just sort of turn a blind eye sometimes because he's one of those people that's like, yeah, he's too old. He's not gonna. We're not changing him at this point. Oh, that's we were like, yeah, we're save your breath. Um, <laughs> he's chronically old. Um, so, <laughs> so I was like, oh. Um, I need to defer all these exams. My my dad died. And he turns to me and he goes, if you put that red jumpsuit you're wearing back on. <laughs> and I was like, um, and I laughed because I was like that. I, I was like, even though right now, I don't know if that's funny. I was like, tomorrow, the next day and every day after that, that is the funniest thing to ever happen to me. <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah. That is like, if you needed, like, if you needed fodder or material for, like, just the contrast of, like, literally going to someone and being like, hey, person in position of power, 
my dad just died and him being like, why don't you put this on you? <laughs> like, I'd like yes. that. Whoa. Um, oh and it all, it was so bad that it lifted my spirits. Cause I was like, I love the writer of my life. Like, <laughs> I was like, they're so funny. Whoever's writing this shit is so funny. That's so good. That's, oh my God. That's wow. So he's gone now. Like we, we need to get rid of him. Right. He, he needs I, to. I didn't, even, I didn't even have to. Um, I sort of. <laughs> was like, I don't know how to process that and I'll put that in a box and I'll deal with that later. Um, but he he obviously was saying enough to enough people that he was quietly asked to resign. <laughs> yeah, great, great. That is, you- wow. That is, the red jumpsuit though, um, wow, good, good, for you, good compliment, I guess. I don't know. Um, I was just, I never wore it again. <laughs> no, you, I assume you, I assume you burnt it uh, in... Wow, that is what a that's pretty good. Yeah, to have that at that that moment, like it could literally have been like that's that's a hectic thing to happen, regardless. Like, so if you're if you literally just went like I'm not feeling like I want to do these exams, and then he said that, you're like that's gross. But then after the fact that your dad died, it's just like and like oh. straight after, I think it's sort of like the information hit his brain i think it took a while to get to his from his ears to his brain because he was like put that red jumpsuit back on he was like no i'm so sorry <laughs> what do you mean yeah yeah that's the that's like his his circuits are a lot slower than ours whereas yeah. you know even if i have that thought my brain goes like no mitch don't do that whereas his <laughs> the internet the internet connection of his brain is not quite, it's buffering or something. It's he's, like dial up internet sounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty relevant. He's, he's probably pretty old. He would definitely know what dial up is. I remember that. So 2017, your dad goes like, you know, you're thinking it's kind of, not thinking it's inevitable, but yeah, I guess you did say that. Like you're thinking it's yeah. probably going to happen at some point. Like what, what kind of, I guess what's, how do you how do you find out essentially? Like, what are you doing? Like, are you yeah, in that moment? Um, are you just kind of like, oh yeah, like, because that was that was my when the nurse confirmed to me that dad had actually died. I just kind of went, oh yeah, like, yeah, yep, some warning messages in hospital. Yeah, um, yeah. What's what sort of thing did you have? So I was at home. I stayed home from uni, which was a weird coincidence to happen. Um, I just wasn't feeling it that day. So I was at home and then, <laughs> so I, um, I'm at my mum's house and my mum has an apartment in Mossman and I see two police officers walking towards the house and I'm like, it's like 10 AM we're in Mossman and there's police officers walking to my house. I just assumed I was in trouble. I was like, what have I done? Yeah. What <laughs> have I done? And it's it's going to be such a white collar, um, a white collar crime. That's that's the term, isn't it? Like a white collar crime, where it's just yeah, like. So. I was like, oh god, I've done something. I've said something to someone. I've run my mouth one too many times, and they're putting me in the jail. Um, so I open the door, and I'm shaking. I don't know. I just get scared. <laughs> it's well, that's. I think that's the. That's everyone's mentality with a police officer, like even driving here tonight. 
like to record tonight, there was a police officer behind me in a car and I was like, you're fine. You're fine. Nothing's happening. I can be driving completely normally, just driving. And if I see a police officer, I'll pretend to drive normally. I'm like, oh God, what does it look like when people <laughs> drive? Oh, like, like, oh, it's like, I wasn't doing anything wrong. Why was I scared? I had, uh, I was walking to work the other day and this was an indication to me of like how my brain works. So I'm walking to work and as I walk up to like a pedestrian crossing to cross out like the, for the green red man, I'm standing there and I'm on my phone and then I look up and there's a cop sitting at the lights and I dropped my phone into my hand, like into my chest like that. (laughs) And then went, Oh, I'm, I'm not in a car. I'm walking. Like I literally was walking and I was like, cause like everyone can lie as much as they like, but sometimes you're, you're at a, at a set of lights and you're like, fuck, I'll just send that text back, whatever. But literally I had lights on my feet about to cross the road and was like, oh, oh. Uh, and then like had this two seconds of like, oh, it's fine. You're a fucking idiot, but it's fine. That's so funny. Like um, I just, the mentality of like where my brain goes to. Oh, oh, that is crazy. Um, I was like, oh, yeah. So these cops, they're coming towards my house. Yeah, sorry. And then yeah. we invite them in. Um, and then as soon as they say, um, oh, are you um, like Eden? I was like, yes. And my mom's there too. Um, and she's looking at me like, because my mom is like more scared of this interaction than I am because my mom yeah. is. Um, to put it to put it simply, my mum once found a kazoo in my car and thought it was a crack pipe. Right, so she's very she's very often uh, on high alert. So she's like, "What have you done? What have you done?" <laughs> um, um, and so they say, you know, um, he's been found, passed away, and I I I'd never been the person before to do like the nervous smiling when you don't know how to process something but yeah. i just went <laughs> i was like calm down psychopath what was that i just didn't know what to do and so i just could feel myself like smiling and then i was like don't smile and so i had to like try and shrink my cheeks back so i feel like i just had this weird like that's the weird. exact same thing as what you were just saying with the like i've got to pretend to drive properly now you're like i've got to pretend to act properly it's like, oh no, I'm, I'm so sad. Like, this is the saddest yeah, thing. Like, I was like, why am I smiling? Why am I smiling? Like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And I sort of had to like, I sort of called, like, called a few of my friends. And I was like, um, I was apologetic to them because I was like, I, it hasn't hit me yet. But I know, like, obviously, if it's not your own parent, it'll hit you much more normally. And you'll be like, because my friends were like, they didn't really know him, but they were like, oh, Oh sorry my God, I'm you. so sorry. And I was like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You kind of feel like you're burdening them for having called. You're like, no, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, oh, I really shouldn't have called. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, should, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to tell you this, but my test. <laughs> yeah. I, should have just, I should have just sat on this myself uh, and dealt with it. <laughs> I'm so sorry to have even called. I'm sorry to put you through this. Because I, like, it's true, though. Um, yeah, I didn't, so I didn't feel anything until maybe like a month later, honestly, I went to 
Canada because I go there a lot because I snowboard and mm-hmm. stuff. And it was good. It was good to be, you know, away for a minute because it was like sit in the corner and think about what's happened here. And I did. Yep. And then I just died a thousand million deaths. Um, and then I came back to Sydney and I was like, I, I was at uni again. And everyone was yeah. like, is she going to be normal now? Or is she still this weird jumpsuit lady? <laughs> jumpsuit lady who's... <laughs> we saw, that was like the last week of uni. I was like, goodbye, I'm going to go have a few weeks by, with myself with my grief. And everyone was like, ah! <laughs> Are you sure? So like, no. Yeah, and it was completely different. Cause so, the, so I was like, it's... My uni was literally like an episode of Glee. You get up and sing in class every single yeah. day. Um, and I'd, get, I'd sing any song. Nothing to do with it. I'd just cry every time. And like, I'm very comfortable with, I've always, I cry a lot at like, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm like a very sad, at a very sad time. Like, yeah. I cry when I see videos of old people every time. So like it's crying, so everyone's seen me cry a lot. But I'd just be like, <laughs> today I'll be, <laughs> it was, it was, it was fun. <laughs> Wow, that does, yeah, wow. Unfortunately, like with the, uh, the bit of the glee curse that's been going on over the last few years, that does sound very relevant, to be honest, with everything that's going on. Right, wow. So you come back, everyone's like, is Eden, is Eden all right? Is Eden normal? Do you, are you just trying to go about normal life, like back in Sydney? Like, are you just... Like how's and how's your mum? Like is obviously you're saying they weren't really sort of tight, but was she shaken up by it or or didn't show? She's she's so she was in Canada with me, so she's just dealt with a month of (laughs) crazy, crazy. Um, So she was yeah, she was alright. Everyone, I don't know what time of year was this. I think I took it out with like. I'm just going to do, you know how some people are like, I'm going to do whatever. And they do like a bunch of like drugs and like crazy things to feel alive. I did that, but like through performances, which is the lamest thing I'll ever say. I cut off all my hair on stage for for an assessment. It didn't matter. And I'd be like, we should cut my hair on stage. People would be like, oh, okay. (laughs) I guess. Is that, I don't know. Do you, are you just trying to save money? Like on a haircut? Is that that what you're trying to do? (laughs) I remember like, all these, I did all these crazy things on stage that looking back at it, you're like, oh, grief. <laughs> um, That's right. It's a hell of a drug itself, the, the grief. Honestly. Um, do you yeah. find, do you find, this is, okay, this is something I've sort of spoken about a few times, but I find myself forgetting randomly if that makes sense. Um, like to the point where I will be like, I'll be walking around say K- Kmart or Target or something like that. And there's like a, a book and I'll be like, sick, that's dad's birthday present done. And I'll literally pick it up and like go to put it in the trolley to the point of like literally putting it in and then being like, oh no, that's right. Oh. And like getting it back. Like that sort of stuff. Do you find like as it comes around to maybe certain times of the year or, you know, even just certain memories, like, you know, maybe a song or a movie or something. You're like, Oh, got to tell dad, I watched that movie again. He loved that movie or something like that. Definitely. So the first, like I'd say six months, once it hit me, six months odd from that, 
it was sort of the opposite to that where it was like I kept talking to like my friends and my mum like or anyone who had had like a real close relative die and be like mm. is it this forever because it's like sleeping open eyes oh my god dead dad <laughs> the first thing in the morning I'd be like dead dad like it, oh my gosh um and I was like this is not sustainable for me <laughs> actually no no I've got stuff um, to do like, it'll, it'll go event not really but a little bit it will go so I waited that out and then I don't know I think I I think because like my dad was always a bit of a issue (laughs) he was always he was the troubled one of the situation so I think it was definitely I'd not I do notice a lot spooky like with songs and stuff Mm. um they come on at weird times for sure. Yeah. Like, um, like songs that he loved. Like I had my window, like two, two days ago, I had my windows down and like a car pulled up next to me was playing like the song that we'd always play. And I was like, can we not do this? Um, again, spoken about this on just about every podcast, but the like Coles radio, like as in like in the Coles shops where it's like, Cole's radio, blah, blah, blah. And then they play like a selection of like 12 songs across the whole day. One of the songs that they play is the song that we played at dad's funeral. So I like have to time, not time, but like, like I kind of know. And then you're like, go, 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 go. Honestly, it's like, if, you know, if, if I'm in Cole's and Jumpin' Jack Flash comes on, I know that I'm not far away from the song I don't want to hear. And I'm like, all right, we've got to wrap up the shopping. I've got to go. I've got to go. But um, oh, it's weird. Songs are so odd because sometimes I will notice, like, I'll be having a well-balanced, very stable day and I will sit down, <laughs> I will go to my Spotify and I'll say, now cry. And I'll just put on a playlist of songs that I know. I'll just be like, hmm, and now you will be sad. Like, yeah. <laughs> <what> do- <sighs> Great. Yeah, that's, that was me today, literally being like, I'm like, today's cool, man. Like, I'm having a good day. And then it was like, I watched um, the Emmy highlights and it was like the, like, Eugene Levy and Dan Levy from Shits Creek and they're, like, hugging and he's like, thank you, son. And, uh, like, and they're like, ah, oh, dad, I wouldn't do it without you. And I was like, oh, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, it's all good. I'm, I'm glad I they're having fun. Not, I try not to get bitter, especially Father's Day just happened. And... I will be scrolling through and I'm like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. Not everyone's trying to attack you. <laughs> I know. This isn't personal. They didn't put this up and be like, ha ha, I got you, Aiden, you fucking idiot with your dead dad. <laughs> so like, I'm going to post between my dad because this girl that I went to school with and haven't spoken since then has yeah. a dead dad. Um, a- I was at, <laughs> I went to my sister's house for Father's Day lunch and she is, so she has um, a husband and a child. And she's on the phone to one of her friends and, um, and she goes, she's like bitching about someone else um, yeah. who's like not been a very nice person and like sort of caused a lot of chaos between families and whatever, whatever. Um, and my sister's on the phone. She goes, so my sister's dad isn't my dad, by the way, we have different yeah. dads and her yeah. dad is a lot. Right. <sighs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't she... Make it very aware that he's a lot. Don't I know about you? Yeah. Um, so she's on the phone to her friend. She goes, 
and what? Why is she even going to a Father's Day lunch? She doesn't even have a dad. And I'm at the table like, um. And then she looks at me. She's like, oh, I have to go. <laughs> she's a I was like, are you right? It was very funny. So, I see like, I see so many like you're saying where you scroll through and you're like, oh, you put that up to hurt me. The amount of things that I like, uh, the amount of like ads that I see that are like super cheap auto ads or something. And it's like, give dad what he wants this year. And I'm like, what fucking a pulse or something. A few like, more years. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Think, yeah. Come on. We get, what was the one? There was one that was like, it um, <laughs> was, oh, I think it was like skydiving Sydney, skydiving Australia. And it was like, Give dad a rush. And I was like, oh, that would be that would be such a rush. He'd love it. He'd lead him <laughs> that to would be a rush for him, actually. <laughs> you took him like, skydiving. Took him something carrying an uh, just holding an urn, like while I skydive. <gasps> no. <laughs> um, I remember picking up my dad's urn. We didn't bother. We were like, this man super glued his teeth back in. We're not getting him a fancy urn. He does not deserve it. Um, we were like, he's not going to know. Um, and I remember holding this like plastic. It looked like recycled plastic. I don't know what It's it was. a milk bottle. It's a milk bottle, essentially. Plastic, plastic box. And I was like, oh, like a jack in a box, but a dad in the box. <laughs> yeah. I was alone in my car. It's like, <laughs> yeah. As long as it doesn't like pop out. <laughs> that's gross but yeah my, my dad's literally sitting on the like coffee table like in that bottle like in that box in, i knew yeah yeah he's still there like just chilling yeah my uh my mum <laughs> so strange but she's got like her coffee table and then on the coffee table there's nothing of use it's literally the um, the flower arrangement from on top of his coffin, which is now dried. So she's like, I just actually really like it as like a dried flower arrangement. And I'm like, that's, that's fine. Like, you know, you know, reuse, love the planet, all that stuff. But like, that's still the one from the top of dad's coffin. Like, that's just weird. But yeah. So the, and then there's like a little table in the corner and dad literally sits there and he's in the bag. He's in the bag from the funeral home still. Oh. Like it's whatever the, I think it's like Crichton's funerals or something. And it literally just says it on the side. And I'm like, in the bag. but can we, can we do something? Can we get a bag? That's crazy. I knew that I would eventually, cause I know how I am with bad things and joking about them. It's, mm. it's almost, it's borderline. I mean, like, so I start my first stand up gig I ever did was about dad. It was five yeah. minutes. <laughs> at what she said and it was dad and um i that's why i started doing stand-up because i was like i have funny things to say about this mm. um oh, yeah. i knew i knew when i got the ashes i was like i have to get rid of this in a nice way but i was like i have to do something with this very fast or time will go and i'll start taking selfies with it everywhere i'll start being really dumb because that is just what my coping mechanism is going to be yeah i'm going to start doing stupid things with the sashes so we got rid of it <laughs> yeah well that's like you're saying the stupid stuff um <laughs> like do you remember when people were doing that uh um like that glow up challenge that was like send us a photo of you from 2010 and to 2020 
I I did that with a photo of my dad and then put the 2020 photo. It was just a photo of the urn. And, but like, I was just like, I sent it only to my wife and she was like, nah, too dark. Like, don't, don't put that anywhere. And I was like, oh my okay, gosh. sorry. And the worst bit was, is that I had that, like my mum lives on the central coast. So I'm in Sydney, she's in the central coast. I had that idea when I was at home and I was like, can you send me a photo of dad's like urn? And she was like, why? And I was like, oh, I just wanted to like, I'm just trying to like make a joke about it. Like, I just think it kind of looks like a milk bottle. She was like, that's weird. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I'm never telling her why I did that. I can't tell her. Nah, she would not uh, appreciate whatsoever. Crazy. But yeah, I feel like the selfies are not far away. If we don't actually do something with it, like it's just going to be... Too much time will go past. It won't be so much, so confronting and it'll get silly. Yeah, yeah. What did what did you end up doing with the with the ashes? Um, so we had like a little funeral North Bondi Rocks, um, mm-hmm. where Dad and I live, um, and we we sawed them open in that thing with yeah. a big knife. Yep. Um, and we I wanted to just you know put it in the water. So many things happened. So we. Let off some balloons. I want to say they are the biodegradable balloons that don't hurt the fish. Look, great. Do I know if they hurt the fish? I, they, it's, people have said they don't, so I'm believe. I'm choosing to believe that. I will believe yeah, people. Uh, yeah, I'll believe it if you say your balloons are meant for letting off. It's fine. Um, <laughs> that's what. Well, that's it's, so funny. It's for it's for the you know the drama of it all. And I said, well, actually, I didn't even choose it. I think my, my family was like, yeah, we'll get some balloons to let off. And so, you know, my brother-in-law is soaring open this plastic container and I'm sort of standing there with these balloons like, all right, well, I don't know really what to do here. And this woman comes up and she's like, you guys are murdering the fish. We were like, oh, sorry, sorry, like we're clearly at a funeral. Gathered round. No one's looking particularly joyful. It's not a birthday is what I'm saying. We've got balloons, but it's it's not looking like a fun it's time. Not. Um, And she's like screaming. At, she starts screaming like, you're murdering the fish. You're murdering the fish. Like, and then, you know, there's particularly, you know, rougher members of my family then start yep. arcing yep. up, arcing back. So I just walk down to the rocks. I can just hear this like, you know, nothing I love more than a uh, public altercation. So what? What Dad would have wanted, maybe? Honestly, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah he loved it. He oh my yeah, God. he wouldn't want that many people to be arguing about him. Um, and so then I'm sort of pouring it in, and it's windy, so it's blowing back at me, and I was like, "This is this is splendid, actually." Yeah. Wow. The that the writer of your life has really nailed <laughs> that episode. It's, I want to talk to the writer of my life and be like, I get it. It's absurd comedy. I'm on board. <laughs> it's just on the nose. <laughs> like, can we, can we tone it down just for a season, maybe a couple of episodes? Like I'm having a real tough time 
Can we give um, like a side character a backstory? Yeah. Yeah. Or, Do one of those shitty episodes where it's like fo- it just focuses on someone else for a bit, and like maybe I pop in every now and then, but can we just focus on them for a bit? Yep. Can you actually write my character off like you know <laughs> someone else or something? <laughs> and then we'll just bring in. I don't know. We'll bring somebody in like a. Uh, like in that, that seven like <laughs> yeah yeah that's it two and a half men well Ashton and Kutcher it you go I want my role in my life to also be Ashton, Ashton Kutcher <laughs> and not not like not <laughs> punked not punked Ashton Kutcher I want like straight up two and a half men as though he's you know however old he was possibly still with Demi Moore to come yeah. in and replace you oh I could ask for nothing more. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. You sort of, uh, <laughs> you sort of touched on, um, you sort of touched on the, uh, not the HSE, you sort of touched on the exam thing before. Um, when we yeah. were, when we were talking the other day or when I asked you a few things to talk about in the show, you mentioned something about your HSC in yes. The fact, actually, you know, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna ruin it. Tell okay. tell us about your HSC. So, I have ADHD. I was diagnosed really, really late because, um, not to toot my own horn, but I was basically throughout school sort of bright enough to talk my way out of having to do actual work. Right. So, yep. I held at school until a certain point when it's not about how bright you are; it's about um, information retention, yeah. which I was like. Uh, what do you, what do you mean? I'm charismatic. I don't need to know anything. <laughs> um, like, like, oh. Forget it. It's like forget this test. How about I do a little dance? Do you want me to do a little dance for you? I literally used to sing songs instead of doing like presentations and stuff, and they just let me because they were like, "Oh, okay." Um, That's oh. good. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Very cool. Don't do it again." But that was fun. Um, so <laughs> I didn't know I had ADHD, which is wild because it was like. Why did no one know? I was writing poems for like history responses and no one flagged that. Everyone just let that happen. Um, it's an acrostic, it's like an acrostic poem about like King Henry VIII. But I mean, it's like, okay, killed honestly, everyone. Like, honestly, <laughs> a good idea, honestly. Um, so I hate, like, I loved being at school. I was so into the whole like culture of it all and the yeah. like music and the drama and the shows and the I got into it. I loved it. But the actual academic side, I was like, ah, oh, this kind of sucks. Cause the thing with ADHD is it's like, it's not that you can't focus. It's that you can't want to, if it doesn't yeah. interest you. So yeah. I'd be doing math and stuff. I'd be like, I'm sure I could do this because I'm not an idiot, but I don't want to. And I can't want to, cause mm. I can't just don't want to feel like, can't do anything I don't think is important, which is really annoying because it means self-discipline is very hard. Anyway, (laughs) I knew the HSC was going to be an absolute joke because I tried really hard in music and drama and then I tried not very hard in, like, ancient history um, and studies of religion. And, like, English I probably did all right. Either way, I I didn't want to... I didn't want to know. Everyone was like, the ATAR, the ATAR. And I went to a school in the eastern suburbs. Basically, if you get less than, like... 80 it's like don't bother like are you scum like what's yeah it was it's like oh like what are we gonna do like it's a big deal crazy 
it's like looked down as like not being smart. I was like, oh, it's just warped. Anyway. Um, and so I was like, oh, I just feel like I don't want to know. So I never put my phone number on the like thing that notifies you. Uh, I just never logged on. Um, and it freaks people out, which is crazy. Cause they're like, how don't you have this like clawing at you every day? And I'm like, I, yeah. I don't care. Don't it's care. an HSP. Anyone who talks about it after two weeks after leaving year 12 is it's a red flag. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Like you've been working like all that time. Once it's done, if you want to get your score, get your score. If you don't, whatever, move on. Like literally, like I probably would have, I probably would have made different decisions looking back, but it's like, who cares? Like life is like, especially, you know, you're creative. I'm creative. Like this is what I want to do anyway. It's like, I didn't need to get some huge number. I didn't need a number to tell me. I didn't even get a number. That's how I ended up uh, in, in year 11. I did, because uh, you know how they offer like some courses, like you can do one subject at TAFE, like if yeah. you want to. So in year 11, I did journalism at TAFE. And then at the end of the year, I was like, so we were like, you know, next, next year, like another certificate. And they were like, no, it's a one year course. And it was like, but how does that count towards my year 12? And they're like, well, you just got to make sure that all your other subjects are all category A. And I was like, but they're not. Cause I had done like uh, in one of my lines, nothing appealed to me except for retail, like a, a thing called retail studies, literally nothing appealed to me. So I just picked that and it turned out it was a category B subject. So then when it came time to actually get my HSC, they were like, you don't qualify. You'll get, you'll get your HSC, but you won't get an ATAR. You won't qualify for the, or the UAI, whatever it was called when I was there. Yeah. Qualify that for is wild. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I always had it in the back of my head, I was going to be a mature age student and go back after like I was 25 because then it didn't matter. Yeah, but, uh, that's the thing though. Like, how badly can it go? Either you do some, you don't get a high enough ATAR and you go something else and then you eventually like work your way into the degree you want or you wait it. and then you do what you want. Like, you know, I get the people that are like really wanting to go into like medicine or law or whatever. They really, yeah. really want to. But it's God. like, like... The, it's the ranking because I remember girls in my class would be like, "You better pull your weight because if I get my uh, nine rather than nine point nine, you're in big trouble." I was like, "I would have cared before you said that." Yeah. And now I'm done. Now I'm kind of doing it like to prove a point. I really now I'm don't. almost do it despite you because you yeah. really me out. Yeah, you're pretty yeah. much scum. You're pretty much scum to them. Uh, <laughs> I don't want you to work ever because I think you. <laughs> Did so to this day, 2020, whatever the date is, was it 20, 22nd of September 2020? You still haven't checked them? No. no. I, my mum did because she was like, I'm curious. I was like, you can. Um, and like when I applied to uni, I got her to put, like, so I, I auditioned for my uni, but they were like, tell us your ATAR anyway. So I got her to write it down after I'd filled everything wow. else out. Yeah. Um, so she knows it. Um, I don't know. I think there's nothing good that will come from ever checking it. Like I'll yeah. either be like, Oh, it was better than I thought. or Oh, it was worse than I thought. Or, oh, <laughs> yeah. Sort of either way. I've graduated uni. Like what am I, what am I doing? Well, yeah, that's it. Like it's, you don't need that. I mean, it could be, 
it could be a nice it could be a nice storyline for you know many years down the track possibly when you're on your deathbed or your mum's on a deathbed to just be like blah like as as one of you die they just say it (laughs) (laughs) it was this and you're like what it's like it was this and you like shake your mum. you're like wake up and tell me like then you actually give a shit oh man that's see that's that's scary that's scary like in the strangest way like it it doesn't matter whatsoever like i completely agree you've finished uni it doesn't matter but then just the idea of being like there's a number that about me that my i don't know i also don't like the idea of my mum knowing something about me that i don't know does that make sense i mean i don't know i think not knowing and it like it deeply shakes the people that put a lot of you know worth into emphasis it. on like, yeah yeah i remember so i was dating a boy when i was in high school and now you know all of our times came out and then i was in a in a taxi on the way to his school year 12 formal with him and his mum and his dad and she goes like how did you go and i was like oh i don't think i'll be checking i i haven't checked it was like a week after yeah and she was like very uptight woman um don't miss her um and she was like are you a coward and i was like what (laughs) i was like um no i just don't care actually that's gone so next level that's so next level so quickly Um, i will never check just to spite that woman that i will never see again because i haven't seen that boy (laughs) yeah i was like that's enough that's enough for me to never check it it's just because it annoys her more than it annoys me are you a coward Oh my Are God. you a coward? I was like, yes, but not because of that. Probably. <laughs> yeah, like Maybe. heaps of other stuff. Like I'm, I'm holding down a lot of other problems, but not this. <laughs> I have a lot wrong with me, actually. <laughs> I'm finding it very hard to focus on this conversation because of my ADHD. I don't <laughs> care. I don't want to care. And I don't care about this. And that's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Is that the... Um, uh, you said a name there, which I can bleep if you need, but uh, uh, doesn't matter. Uh, so far, did um is that the is that the the same boyfriend from the uh, the yes. cheating the cheating on you three way? Yes, 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 yes. Well, so um, this is oh, this is again. I told this to a therapist the other day, and I was so excited, and I told her what I'll tell you now. This story. The healing happened because I knew this was a, the best story I was ever going to get. I yep. gave, I had some pain, but in return, I got this beautiful, beautiful moment in time. Again, the writing, impeccable. Don't know who's doing it. Big fan of theirs. Good for um, them. So I've been dating this boy since I met him when I was 10 years old. We went to primary school together. And we stayed in contact throughout high school. Um, um, so he has a friend and he, his friend has a girlfriend. So there's these two other people and we're like, sort of, you know, hanging around them, not too much, but like they're around, they're around people yeah. um, in our like social circles or whatever. And this guy and his girlfriend approach me and say, would you like to have a threesome? And I said, excuse me. Uh, I was like, I feel like that is, has to be a no. And I didn't know what to do. So I was like, Oh, how do I tell my boyfriend that his friend has, 
you know, done a little yeah, sneaky. Propositioned, like, propositioned his lady. Yeah, he properly propositioned. Um, and so I sort of sat on this information for like a few days because I was like, I, what do I do? This is real. This is B, this is BT because yeah. I like we're, we're hanging out with these people. I just kind of cause a big fight, so I sort of didn't know what to do for a while. And then um, I was at his house, and um, on my way to leave. Like, I'm literally at the door. They come over. And I'm like, oh, you guys hanging out? They're like, yeah. And then I go and I sit in my car and I went, now, I know I'm crazy. I've been crazy before. I will be crazy again. But I think I'm onto something. I was like, no, 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 no. That, that, that would be ridiculous. They wouldn't get a no from me and go, well, we could ask Who's him. Left? Who's left? <laughs> And so I messaged, I, I drove home. I remember I just got my license. So I didn't know how to defog a car because it was really rainy. And yeah. so I was already stressed. I was stressed about that. And then I was like, oh, there's probably a threesome going on. And I can't see anything because <laughs> uh, I'm like on the windscreen. I see. <laughs> I just, I, whatever's going on in that house, I can't, I can't see that emotionally. But then also I physically, think- I can't see out of this car right now. <laughs> And so I messaged him. I said, did you, have, did you have intercourse today? And he was like, how did you know? I was like, what? Because I said no <laughs> to that. And I was like, oh my God. And then, so that was wild. So that was a lot to process. I remember being like, oh my God, this is so wild. I don't know how mad I can even be. Like, I'm just in shock. Um, and it happened once again, not with these same people, but with another person. And I had no way of finding this out, but I'd become crazy enough because when you're with someone insane, you become insane. I'd gotten crazy enough to be like, I feel like it's happened again. And that's enough proof for me. So I said to him, I was like, listen, I know what happened. I didn't, but I felt like I could have. I was like, yeah, some sort of, I'm, I'm a sort of, complete, complete I, know stuff. I, I know what happened and I'd rather hear it in your words. And then he told me, and he said, how did you find out? And I was like, you. <laughs> you just told me. Fuck. <laughs> you, I was like, uh, that is some... That's some amazing game playing. I love it so I, much. I was like, I can't, believe, I can't believe it happened. Because I was like, I was sort of preparing myself for copying the brunt of like, no, I haven't done anything. You're <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I was, prepared, I was like, yeah, well, what's the... You know, what's, I'll, I'll pay that price. I'll pay that price of him being like, that was insane of you to try and con me into that. that I didn't do anything. But he was just like, yes, I did. How did you find yeah. out? I was like, well, then. You just told me just <laughs> you then. You did. Just Whoa. then. I'm this exactly right now. <laughs> I was, you know, I was on the fence about something and I, I threw an absolute Hail Mary and yeah. you have just caught it. You've eaten it all up. And you've given yeah. me exactly what I needed. Oh my god! So the fir- okay, so the first couple, the first couple, the couple of friends that you have turned down, and then yeah. sorry, it happened again with them, or it happened with another, with group? just another per- another girl, another girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, wild, and I just remember being like. I, I, I don't even think I yelled at him. I think I was just like, you're dumb, aren't you? <laughs> like, 
I'd be, uh, I would, I would just so be like, um, oh, like, I would just hold that, like, yeah, like, I mean, they did come to me first, uh, like, in, I mean, it's like, not, not a sloppy seconds as such, but like, you were second choice, like, you were, you I don't, I'm trying to think of, ideal. <laughs> exactly, exactly, I remember, I, and then I saw, I saw this couple then out, like, because obviously, oh, like at the end of the year when we turned 18 and we were going to clubs all the time, I saw them and they were like giving me like dirty looks. I was like, oh, Jenna, what did I do to you? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, sorry that I rejected you and then you slept sorry. with my boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've got to go. got to go. Oh, does that. Okay, so does that, to me, that sounds like it's like being driven by her. Does that, does that make sense? Like, because it's like, at first it's like, oh, let's just ask Eden. And then Eden says no. And it's like, well, we still want to do it. But like logistically, obviously, adding a girl versus adding a guy, very different conversations. Very different. I was like, are you guys happy alone? Or are you just trying to... Anyone at this point. They're like, anyone that's just not us two. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is going to be the the most, like, this is going to be the most attention I don't give you whatsoever. Like, I'm going to focus on I this new person. Anyone else in the room <laughs> to buffer this. <laughs> any, like, even if, like, maybe just while we have sex, if I look at, like, a poster of someone and I'll just look at the poster but not you the entire time like that would be better than this oh my god oh my god wow that is how funny so, so haven't so didn't didn't yell didn't yell just you're dumb and then did you break did you guys break up like from that time obviously yes yeah well yes and then also sort of tried to be friends because we had so many friends in common. Well, apparently you guys had a lot yeah, of friends in common. We were in a lot, a lot of common like interests though. Yeah, right. um, <laughs> oh my God. I remember like, so this is the other thing, the, other, the last moment I think I told you about is um, I think it was like that January. So that sort of the meeting happened like early-ish in the year. Um, this was in year 12 too. Yeah. And then we all sort of graduated and then um, early January we were at like a pool party or something and he was like, oh, it's one of our mutual friends sort of going um, at his house, sorry, um, and we should just go. Even though we're sort of not together anymore, we should still sort of try and be friends. Weird, weird, weird. Um, and I was like, okay, fine. Anyway, I go there. Upon arrival, it's a weird vibe. Someone walks up to me. They're like, do you have Ritalin? I was like, how? Firstly, how did you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you? <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I have a learning disability, but whoa. Yeah. Up a bit. <laughs> but also 30, 30 bucks. Okay. 30 bucks. Yeah. Uh, exactly. At least. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I've come to a pool party. I don't have my meds. I'm sorry. I'm not doing homework. Um <laughs> And then, so my, I guess at this time, he's my ex. Um, he's violently ill and drunk within mere moments. And so he's upstairs throwing up in a toilet. And I'm sort of looking at him. I was like, I don't have to care, do I? <laughs> I mean, I was like, are you safe? 
And I was like, this sucks. I don't want to stand here because I'm not your girlfriend. And then, so the guy whose house party it is goes like, who I'm sort of good friends with. We've known him for a number of years. Sort of ushers me out of his room, out, out of the bathroom and into his sister's room, his little sister's room. And yes. it's a pool party. So we're, you know, I'm in like swimmers and stuff. And he tries to like touch my hips. And also, oh, so, 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 an integral part of the story. He goes, this is my sister's turtle. And I'm like, all about it. I'm like, yes, I love a turtle. Fuck so yeah. I pick up a turtle. Um, and then he tries to grab my hips. And then I'm so scared by this that I almost kill a turtle. Not by crushing it, just, just, it, I go like this. Is and that? then the turtle flies out of my hands back into the tank, thankfully. But I wasn't, Amazing. I wasn't certain that I didn't kill it and die it. Die, die it! Die it! <laughs> kill it! I, I didn't, it. I didn't make it do a death. I, I, wow. Um, and I was like, oh no. So then I'm sort of trying to weasel my way out of this weird, weird situation. I can hear my ex throwing up and this guy's trying to come on to me and so i'm messaging my my best like guy friend at the time who's still one of my best friends um and i don't have any money to my name and i'm messaging my friend wayne and i'm going where are you emergency emergency situation someone's throwing up i almost killed a turtle i'm trying to get out of of another I don't listen up, Wayne. I don't know what the I don't know what the order is that I want to go here, but I think I'm going. There's a turtle. Someone's throwing up, and then there's some sort of assault. <laughs> someone's grabbing me. Honestly, so I was like, I need help, and he was like, I can't drive, but I'll order you an Uber to this party, and I'll yep. drop and I'll send it to my house. And I was like, thank you so much. So then I had to like leave. And be like, oh, I'm go gotta go somewhere. <laughs> like, I'm trying to, I get out of this house like a like a movie, like a spy movie. I'm like weaseling my way out so I don't have to talk to anybody about why yeah. I'm leaving. Um, and I go, I get teleported in this Uber that I have to find, obviously because I don't have. It's you don't not have the that. number plate or like, any of that. Stuff. What's going on? Um, and then I get to my friend Wayne's house, and he says we're really high and we're going to go watch the, uh, the, the, the Assassin's Creed movie. Great. And I was like, I think I'm going back to the football. <laughs> I, <was like, laughs> I think I'll go back. I'll take my, um, I'm going to be groped actually. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go back. I'm going to, I was going to call my friend who's a veterinarian. I'll see if they'll come with me. We're going to resus that turtle. See if we can wake him back up. Well, yeah. Um, wow. And Assassin's Creed movie it was terrible. Um, but I was very lucky and very thankful. Yeah. And then that, then the friend, then the friend back at the party, like ripped off his mask and it was your, your uni lecturer guy the whole time. <laughs> it was elaborate. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And then as you left the house, he was like, Remember the jumpsuit, even though the timeline of this story or this joke does not make sense whatsoever, because that was year 12 and then the uni thing was later. But look, it's flawless. The life, yeah, the story of my life is also a weird time traveling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit more. And oh, yeah, did I forget to mention the whole time that I've been time traveling? Um, That (laughs) that explains why I wasn't actually. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't actually six when I was watching King Kong back in 2003. 
I was uh, I was a, a mighty eleven, but I travelled oh, back God. or something. <laughs> Who knows? Might <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Eleven is strong, apparently. Um, I'll I'll wrap I'll wrap us up in a second because I feel like we've we've gotten deep. I, don't, I hate I keep saying this every episode. I keep being like, hey, we've gotten like we got pretty deep. Like this is a good episode. We got deep, and I'm like, when I actually think about it, I'm like, deep hey, is such a fun. gross word. Yeah, but it's like we've got we've gotten deep. Uh it's called Dead Dads. <laughs> Dead Dad Society. Uh look, I think we keep knew what we were though. in for. <laughs> keep it light. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> God. Yeah, what have we had? We've had we've had Dead Dads, um, we've had threesomes, we've had lots of stuff. There, the, there was the bladder, the stomach bladder that we started off light. That was good on the yes. on the wall. But we've had exams, we've had so many things. <laughs> We've had some highlights, bloody hell. Um, I've been, with my guests, what I've been doing is, and, and it might not particularly work with you, but I'm going to do it anyway, is that when I am, I've had a few people on that I have kind of been auditioning as though they were my new dad. So, <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. So, you know, last, last, uh, last episode I had Andy Ryan on from like Tomorrow When the War Began. Before yeah, that, oh, we talked about that this episode. Cool. Hey, we did too. Hey, cool. hey buddy, uh, um, full circle. Oh, Come full circle. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we sort of, I asked a question. So, Eden, if, if you were my dad, like what is, what is the number one piece of advice that you could give me to make sure that I that I live a good life, that I fulfill a good life as if you were my dad. I would tell you that you don't, okay. This is a, this is a, uh, uh, a thing I've been working on lately in my brain. And I do think I'll teach it to my real life children. And now you, my son, um, you if don't you, have to do anything. Yeah. And you think about that and it sounds easy, but it's not because people are like, well, you, you have to do some things you don't. You, ha- you don't have to do anything. So you can do whatever you want, really. Should you hurt people? No. There's things that you should do. You should pay your taxes, but you don't have to. You should, you know, drink water. You, you don't have to. It sounds a little chaotic, but what <laughs> I mean by this, like, there's no rules. Life doesn't have any rules. People were like, well, yes, there is. You have to get a job. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything. Figure yeah. it out. <laughs> okay? Yes. Yes, we have school today, but we're going to the park in Albury, Wodonga. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. We're, that's what we're, we're doing. We're handing down this um, potentially problematic outlook. <laughs> well, I stand by it. <laughs> yeah. I stand by it, okay? Now that you've said it, now that you've used the park analogy... Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna stand by it even less. I don't know. <laughs> so yep. good. Well, that's so good. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. That was that Thank was a lot of fun. I really, I really enjoyed. Uh, I really enjoyed getting. Oh, I went to say it again. I really enjoyed getting. To, no, I'm not going to say that. Actually, I regret. I really enjoyed chatting. I really enjoyed chatting. It was, oh, all right. I was about to say getting deep and I was like, I'm not going to say that. It's really gross. You're a lady. It's, I'm not going to do that. 
Um, yeah, where can so you're just are you you're at Eden McGovern on all socials? Is that yes? Yeah. So if you uh, guys go and go and follow Eden if you are uh, if you liked the cut of her cut of her jib. I don't know if you liked if you liked Eden if you liked Eden and uh, you like. Okay. We did, and I'll I'll chuck all your socials in the in the stuff and and all that, and people awesome. can follow you. But yeah, thanks for coming on, and I'll I'll have to uh, I'll have to get on to some form of pin creator, and I'll make a pin and I'll send it your way as one of our. Uh, you're a, I hate to be that guy, but you're our first female in the Dead Dad Society, so that's she, that's pretty she's good. It. Monumental. She's monumental. I just turned into every douchebag comic MC ever. Yeah. Like I was like, all right, guys, this is a wacky one, but uh, she's a it's chick. A it's a woman. It's a woman. She's she's in the Dead Dad Society. Who? I hope there's a kitchen in the society. Anyway, no, I'm not going to say that. I regret saying it. I'm so bad. But. Uh, okay, yeah. Nah, thank you very much for coming on. You're uh, you're the best.